All right, all right. Sorry, I got into that one there. Just grooving for a second. Uh, welcome to the eighth episode of the Big Show podcast. Uh, that intro was presented by Bakar, song called Hell and Back. A little groovy groove there to get us going. Um, Fournier, welcome. How are you? Thank you. Great. How are you? Good to see you today. Tell us a little bit more about your uh, your dryer. What happened to your dryer today? <laughs> well, I'm doing laundry, and uh, the first step is generally the washer. Unless you have left clothes in the dryer, then the first step becomes the dryer. But that was not the <laughs> yeah. case this time. Uh, Which will happen. So take the clothes out of the washer and go to put them in the dryer. No problems so far. Um, go to turn on the dryer. No power whatsoever. None. And, and I have no idea why it's happening. Um, so what's funny is we literally just had the vent cleaned out like three weeks ago because it's like up on our roof and you can't like actually get to it to clean it out. So somebody came and just cleaned it out. So I have literally no idea what's happening. (laughs) Yeah, that's obnoxious. But now we, uh, we hand dry and we have to go get a clothesline. (laughs) (laughs) How, how does one hand dry? So we have this little rack thing and we just like hang the clothes on it. And then, uh, then we wait to time game. Oh, you're ooh. Sorry. Uh Justin Fields oh, almost scored a touchdown. Almost Oh no, Not Justin. Sure yeah. It's too funny. Oh, yeah, fucking laundry. Like I said to you before, I got four loads waiting for me. It's a it's become a Sunday transition. No, I actually like it. Um it allows me to keep football on screen all day. And I'm just like, well, I'm doing sure. chores and folding laundry. And it does relaxing. take like 11 hours to fold four loads of laundry, too. It really does. Like, it <laughs> takes so long. You're like, oh, one load's not bad, but then you stack them four times in a row and it's insane. Uh, 8 30 <laughs> on a Sunday away. night, and you're like, fuck, guys, dryer just went off. Do I let it, <laughs> do I just let it sit overnight or do it now? And it's 50 50. Um, yeah, definitely. And then if you don't fold it that night, it doesn't get folded until like Thursday. Exactly. No, you're screwed. Yeah. You're, you're never folding it. You have to run it again <laughs> because it's all wrinkled by the time you go to fold it. <laughs> yeah. No one's ever gone back to the dryer like, oh, yeah, I remember two hours ago when I left it in here. <laughs> How could I forget? Yeah, fuck. All right, let's get back New to – let's do week nine recap. Week nine recap. And we're a little late this week. Crazy schedules, conflicts birthdays what have you commitments all that good stuff but who do you have first on your list is it drew and so got, it is it is cool. take it away yeah all right let's see a barn burner except not really um jimbo came up actually both teams actually came in four and four one they're just going in two different directions uh but we'll Skip all that nonsense. Jimbo won 121.74 to 71.48. Pat Mahomes with 43 versus Rodgers with 16.3. Lenny Fournette dropped 11.9 for Jimbo versus Henderson 6.8. And then Josh Jacobs, who's kind of come back down to earth in recent weeks, uh, 13.4 to McKinnon's 10.7. Robert Woods, 0.44 points. I mean... It's kind of what you expect now from a Titans wide receiver, and we'll touch on that later. But Marvin Jones, compared to him, had 9.8. And then 
A.J. Brown, 15.9 to T. Higgins, 13. DeAndre Carter, 11.8. Elijah Moore, shocker, with another goose egg. And then, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to dock Andy a draft pick if he starts him next week. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's that bad. Uh, Montgomery six point eight to Deshaun. I can't. Be, I'm so surprised he hurt his hamstring. Right. Jackson. Oh no! How could it like, have happened again? Who knew? <laughs> oh, what a tackle! Uh, kickers. We had McPherson five to Lutz seven. Buccaneers eleven point six to Rams D five point two four. So again, about a fifty-point victory for Jimbo to bring him to five and four to stay in it for the playoff race. He is a league-wide, well-cherished team. We all think it's a good squad, but for some reason, he's five and four. And yeah, we were talking about this. You, some people luck their way into the playoffs. Some people unluck their way out. Him and potentially Mike List, which I think we're getting into, might be uh Feeling a little on the ropes these days, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, list is getting spanked today. Well, here's the thing about Jim, though. So I'm definitely still team Jim. I mean, he's got a cakewalk, cakewalk against Pat today. He's got Phil, that's tough next week. Tim, that's tough. But then he's got Labar, who's, you know, it's it's tough, but I think Labar has some buys that week. And then he's got mm. Kareem. So he's got two guaranteed wins in there, and he's going to be in all those. Oh, it's a Fields TD. Yeah, that We're was cute. I, I was waiting <laughs> for this. <laughs> uh yeah well, you know i'm like seven to ten minutes behind most of the time uh, you're actually not bad that was like not even five seconds behind so oh really all right all right we're back um so yeah i mean i, I think that i still like his chances to make the playoffs but yeah he's had some hard luck and, and list is also going that way too uh schedule so we'll moving see what forward happens. is huge you're right yeah uh, no it is all right you want to move well to you still have game. to win the games right that's true Depends on if your opponent wants to win or not. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Oh, my. I didn't even see the whole play. He's so good. We got uh, Chris versus Max. Yep, so I've got Chris versus Max next. Bear with me. i got to get out of Jimbo's team here. Um, Chris versus Max. Another barn burner. A lot of bad matchups this week, actually. Uh, Final score was Chris 165 to Max 101. Um. Probably about right for Max's squad. Uh, moving forward, I expect him to be right around there with uh, me and Andy and, well, Kareem and Pat are probably still below, but Andy might be with Kareem and Pat now. Um, well, let's be a, especially little, with, be a little more fair to Max's team. He didn't have Saquon or Jonathan Taylor last week. No, that's true, but he's got nothing else besides that. Those I know, I know. Yeah, uh, I agree. <laughs> um, so, you know, Herbert, 15.2. Herbert has continued to look really not that good. Not yeah. like – he's not bad, obviously, but he just – I don't know what's going on. It's been a common uh, theme each week. Yeah, we've been talking about it regularly. Yeah. Uh, Max is having a field day about it as well. I'm sure we'll see a comment this week if he has another bad week. Um, <laughs> Kirk Cousins, 18.8, outscoring Herbert by four. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 15.3, made a ridiculous catch to save his week uh, this week. At like it was the fourth down play, I think it was like last play of the game, um, and he made a one-handed grab in the back of the end zone. I think uh, so that was huge. Uh, Deion Jackson out, obviously just a backup. Anyways, Jeffrey Wilson traded to Phil, had seventeen point one. Miles Sanders seventeen, even matchup there. Jefferson versus Terrence Terrace Marshall, the roof Terrace as he's known, fourteen point three to twenty seven for Je- uh, for Jefferson. Jefferson's just so good. 
He's on his way to another nice day today, too. He had like a 50-yard catch in the first play. Uh, Rondell Moore, he looks pretty good. Uh, no Kyler this week, so we'll have to see what happens. All the Cardinals receivers will be downgraded, but he was he had 15 and was more than doubled by Cooper's 31, although no Stafford this week, too, so it'll be interesting to see how he fares. Um, Lockett just continues to produce. 17.7 to Dobbs, three. Dobbs got hurt this game. He's going to be out a while. Um Kate Otten had 17, 18, actually. Logan Thomas, another goose egg from Max's tight end. You can't just play one. Eventually, one of them is going to score a point. Don't switch it up. <laughs> I forgot he started Logan Thomas. I made that mistake like six weeks ago. Uh, you got KJ Osborne, who had a goose egg as well. Um, but he continues to get outrageous performances from Nick Folk, who had 17. Um, on the other side, Gibson outscored Osborne 9 to nothing, and Bass had 7. Uh, Chiefs versus Eagles D, there was two-point difference, 9-7. to seven. So, I mean, all in all, Chris's team had a, you know, good week. Not great week, but good week, what you sort of expect. And then Max's team just – it was a tough week. That people on by and just, he's, you know, he's sold for the year. So, uh, he also can't pick a tight end to save his life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to have two guys score zero points and not have your two best players, hey, he still reached triple digits. That's more than he what did. Andy did. That's what, almost – 30 more points than what Andy got last week. Yeah. I mean, 30 more than Andy and I think Brendan, like 40 more than Brendan. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh my God. Um, all right. We'll go to the next one. We got, it was Phil CD's ice creams versus yeah. Tim, the Muth hurts who, I don't know if you like the past few weeks we've been talking about Tim struggling a little bit. And last week he pulled one out and the, or two weeks ago, he pulled one out, and this week, he he did not. Um, he pooped on the bed this week. Yeah, he did. He had 82.94 to Phil's 153.12. Uh, quarterbacks were pretty even. Hertz had 23. Burrow had 21.74. Yeah. Uh, James Conner came back. He had 12.1. He played against Khalil Herbert, who had 3.6. And then Raheem Mostert for Tim, 9.86 to Ramondre Stevenson, 17.5. Uh, Not a bad week. Receivers, you know, Michael Pittman, who's had a weird year. He started He's... off with a massive opening game and right. then fell off a little bit because he got hurt and took him a little bit to get back into rhythm with Matt Ryan. Then he had a, like, another good game or two, I think, and they took Matt Ryan out. And since then, it's just been poopy diapers. And yeah. Last week was I no don't difference. think he's the guy. Like, I, don't, I, just, I don't know that he's going to get into that next tier that everyone thought he was going to make it to this year. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I was very skeptical of him doing that at the beginning of the year because I just wasn't thrilled by any of his plays last year. But that's a I, I came, it, I think it is. I came around to him. I think he is a good wide receiver. I just maybe yeah. he's no better than a low end wide receiver too. Maybe that's his right. Maybe that's his ceiling. Uh, people were expecting him to jump into like low end wide receiver one this year. And yeah, no dice. But you know he. Phil had Alec Pierce, who had 3.3. Uh, Devontae Smith for Tim had 4.2. Garrett Wilson came back a little bit for 18. It's nice to see him do pretty good. Um, yeah, had a good week. And then Terry McLaurin had 10.6 for Tim compared to Kelsey's. No, no, sorry, to Palmer's 20.6. And then Foster Moreau for Tim, 4.4 to Kelsey's 22.6. In the flex, Allen Robinson, 5.4 to Eno Benjamin's 4.1. 
Kickers were 12 to 2 in favor of Phil, and defense was 29.7 for the Patriots versus six for the Dolphins. So, a couple of big gaps. <laughs> Not that it mattered, but big one there. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, like a couple of big gaps in position totals, right? QB, QB was pretty even, advantage to Connor for Tim. And then after that, it was Ramondre doubling Mostert, Garrett Wilson having 14 more points than Devontae, Palmer 10 more than McLaurin. And then Kelsey with essentially 20 points more than Moreau. And then <laughs> defense. So Uh-oh, Juju Sussuser is down. Looks like yeah. he's going to miss some time. How do you, well, you say that? I mean, he's how do you pretty know? gingerly. He's know. walking he, off pretty gingerly. He, he got popped. <laughs> he's being carried off. He got popped. Oh, is he, was it not an ankle injury? No. Oh, it looks head. like he's limping. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Head injury. So, so I mean, he still might miss some time. Then. Maybe a week, but yeah, I thought it looked like he was limping, like he couldn't even like walk. But yeah, uh, it was okay. It was funny. I reacted that way because you're like, you're like weeks ago, you're like Tua will be back, and I was like week thirteen, he died, and you're like, no, it's yeah. ridiculous. And <laughs> now this one is a head injury. And you're like, oh, he's gonna miss some weeks. I was like, that doesn't match up, but yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. No, though. I didn't realize that. Oh, Waddle with a grab, let's go, baby. But yeah, so he's so good. Tim's loss to Phil brings him to four and five, and Tim, and Phil's victory brings him to four and five. Phil, I think, yep. was one and five. Yep, right. he was. So I think you know, two and five for sure. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know when that win came. May have been one. It was definitely at least one and four. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so he's making his run back in, and he's in the playoff hunt, which brings us to Pat versus Labar. This one actually was a surprisingly good matchup, and I think that Pat's on pace to have a decent week this week. I mean, Pat having Hill is just such like a such an equalizer. It's like, oh, yeah. he gets fifty any given week. Um, but uh, Carr versus Allen, twenty-seven to twenty. Carr actually did better than two this week. Pat's got some huge hog on him though, continuing to start him. You know, yeah. after he puts up two. <laughs> yeah, just Pat, beware! Keep him... We did just dock somebody a pick for starting an out player. <laughs> And Andy will be docked if he starts Elijah Moore next week. So, you know, Carr could be that guy some point, too. <laughs> the enforcement committee's getting out of hand. Yeah. Actually, this is the first time we've ever done it, and it was <laughs> egregious. <laughs> Andy's like, wait, he was declared out on Thursday or like yeah. Friday morning or something. Uh, anyways, Caleb, Caleb Huntley, Pat's RBs continue to excite me. Uh, versus Aaron Jones, 7.4. <laughs> uh, actually, not bad. If, I, if you had to- taken that ahead of time, I would have been like, sold three points less with Caleb Huntley versus Aaron Jones. No problem. I think no Jones problem. did miss some time in this game. But uh, Corderell, 20 versus eight. This versus for eight for P. Ryan. Actually, six for 51 is not bad. Um, what a ridiculous catch by Sherfield. Right. I was um, going to say, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, honestly, Cordell Patterson, 14 touches last week. What did he have? Like, I got to look it up. Six this week? Some, I've Five, maybe. six. What yeah. are they doing on that offense? What are they doing? I'm, makes no sense. I think I can take a guess. Patterson's not healthy, right? He's not 100%. And that was a short week, Sunday to Thursday. Yeah. So you're going to you're gonna cut back on him. Um, Arthur Smith, he's he's a Vrabel disciple, right? He, was, he came from the Titans, so... This is kind of what they do in Tennessee. They run, 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 run. And in Tennessee, right. they have Derrick Henry. And in Atlanta, they have a terrible quarterback and a bunch of guys that... Oh, my God. Did you see that throw that Mariota made where he tumbled around and then just, like, winged it? I did. 
And I was going to interrupt you and say, I've ever seen. I was going to interrupt you and say, which throw? Because there were so many. <laughs> there were some several bad ones. No, I don't I, disagree. I, that game was fucking terrible, man. Oh, my God. Awful. But Awful. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, Pat, uh, Pat versus Labar. Yeah. So we've got Hill versus Thielen. Hill had a casual 29 to Thielen's 9, 10, I guess. Um, DK Metcalf, 14.7 to Mooney, 17.6. Pretty good week for Mooney. Caught the TD. Um, and then also just he's looked better. I mean, Fields looks better. They're still not throwing it a ton, but they're throwing it more than at the beginning of the year at least. Yeah. Um, Mike Evans, 9 versus Olave is 13. Just a, like a solid day at the office for Olave. Mike Evans, a little bit of a slow week. Everett, 8.7 to Tanya and 6. Uh, pretty ho-hum matchup there. Predictably, Devin Duvernay pooped on himself, 1.5 <laughs> versus Renfro, 6.7. What an image! Um, Someone pooping on themselves. Yeah, yeah. Get used to it. With <laughs> if you're gonna keep starting Duvernay, um, <laughs> Justin Tucker for ten to Kuz five. Uh, Ravens defense twelve to Bills seven. Kenyon Drake, third round pick, send over Kenyon Drake leaves his ass on the bench with twenty seven points. If he had lost because of this, I don't think he would have been able to live it down. And he almost did lose because of it. Um, yeah. That Monday night game, Olave was almost out scoring Duvernay, Tucker, and Ravens D. It only came yeah. two and a half points. That was, that's a difference there. And, and the Ravens D had like four points, I think, in the last quarter as well, which is just not normal necessarily from a defense. Yeah. So, I mean, he was actually fortunate uh, somewhat to win this game. Definitely was, I think. All right. Who you got up next? After that was another – Fascinating. Close game. Mike Staz, 162. Kareem, 96. So that was sarcasm. Uh, Big blowout there. Um, You guys know about sarcasm, right? (laughs) Let me tell you. Mike only got about 20 points from Lamar Jackson. Kareem had nine, nine for Marcus Mariota. We love talking about the Falcons, so we're just going to keep going oh, yeah. with that one. Uh, Singletary for Staz, 9.6, compared to Damian Pierce for Kareem of 18.6. Again, Damian Pierce needs, needs to get some love. There are some people who give him love and some people who don't, and those who don't should start giving him some love. No names, just throwing that out Pass. there. Um, Austin Eckler, <laughs> 25.5 for Staz versus Gainwell, 13.2 for Kareem. Then Devontae Adams, he showed everybody who he was last week. Dropped 38 points for Grady Kendrick Bourne's 4.3. Stephon Diggs, 14.3 to Miko Hardman's 21.5. Then Amon Ross St. Brown, 9.5 to Matt Collins, 3.5. Goddard with a big difference, 26 points compared to Dawson Knox's 5.5. Godwin had 10, Naheem Hines had 0.72, and then the kicker difference, Myers for Kareem, 8, Elliott for Staz, 3, Seahawks D for Kareem, 11.5, Packers D for 5. So uh, you see the big differences in the quarterback play. Running back was essentially a wash this week, but Mike still had a massive advantage in just like player pedigree. Um, Then wide receivers, Devontae Adams was a big one. Dallas Goddard was a big one too for tight ends. Um, yep. And Kareem's team just isn't that good. Uh, Mike's is one of the favorites, if not the favorite, to win it all. So, kind of what we expected there. 
Mike, after yeah. uh, unfortunately losing his undefeated season, came roaring back, and as we all thought he was going to. So um, that's what that's what we got. Who's next? All right, next one I believe is is James, oh, podcast no. co-host oh. versus Listy Man. A bit of a statement. Oh my goodness, he's been killed. Yeah, he, love is down. He, he come he came back up. He seems to be okay, but man. Yeah, you're yeah, like maybe. you're like two seconds behind me. We're very close because oh, I wasn't okay. even done reacting to that one yet. I, I just saw your reaction, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. "Oh wow, he did get popped though." Um, all right, so this matchup, James with a statement win, we go, Tua, boys. eighth round pick, Tugavailoa, <laughs> outscoring <laughs> Kyler Murray twenty nine to twenty two. Uh, Derek boys. Horsecock Henry. Being outscored by Kenneth, one point seven yards per carry. Walker, thirty-two to twenty-seven. Kamara, actually, a slow week for Kamara. He was porked by ETN, thirty-one point four to ten point ten. Yeah, interesting. Ten point one. Juju Smith-Schuster, who we just saw with a head injury, not an ankle injury, maybe missed one week. Uh, Eighteen point eight to twenty-one point six for Christian Kirk. Lazard, he looked good. I mean, he only caught four of the ten passes, but he he was targeted deep a lot. Did you um, watch that game? Not the whole game, but I saw some of the some of it. He got um, tackled at the one. He, uh, yeah, that was right at the beginning. An, he had another pass that was overturned that like could have been a catch, if, depending on who's looking at it. Oh, game! Okay, it's um are we sure he caught that one i he he seemed to have manhandled that one he that was an angry i'm gonna catch this fucking ball catch just straight (laughs) hands extended and like let's watch it i can't help it smoke boy max texted game (laughs) um yep here we go yep yeah it looks good to me um so where were we here? Lazard, Lazard. yeah, eighteen point seven to I, Curtis Samuel, nineteen point two. Um, but I like, I mean, Lazard, Lazard's role's only gotten better. Dobbs is out now for yeah. at least probably four to five weeks. I mean, that's most of the rest of the season for fantasy purposes and Packers purposes. Um, yeah. and, and then we've got like nobody else to throw to. Like, I actually do think Christian Watson is decent if he can ever stay on the field. Uh, do we do we know? Like, I want to. I want to think he's good. But he's involved know? whenever he's out there. Like, he had two for twenty four in the first quarter, and then he gets hit in the head with the the no, no concussion rule out thing. Yeah. Um, he did have a concussion the week before, so I get that. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if he ever plays a whole game. Um, and then Curtis Samuel at that ridiculous. Did you see that play? The Curtis Samuel touchdown. Yeah, I know. It, it was hysterical. You want to know why <laughs> I remember that play? Because too many times you're on a podcast. I mean, since we were doing them on Sundays, and you're like, oh, James, you got him in the coffin. This one's over. And then, kiss of death, everything shifts. And I end right up losing. And then you send a text <laughs> to everybody in the, in the sleeper chat about me beating Mike and Instantly, I look up at the TV and it's like, oh, red zone. Oh, that's an inter- what a dumb fucking. Oh, and he got in the end zone. Great. Great. <laughs> so I, I was mentally prepared to lose after that one, but thankfully that didn't happen. That's uh, so funny. Yeah, that was just ridiculous. 
the nice little interference by the, the the field judge or whatever the hell they call that person who's out in center field. Doing um, one thing he should not be doing, getting in the way. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Curtis Samuel. Okay, now we're down to the next one. Hopkins, yeah. 13.6. Gabe Davis, 5.3. Um, just, I mean, decent day for Hopkins. Full five targets. This is a little bit more of, I mean, I don't know that he's going to be a wide receiver one. I, I told Max, I think he was a wide receiver three. Maybe the truth lies somewhere in between. He got the touchdown to bail him out this week. Um, but I don't think he's going to see 14 targets, especially if Marquise Brown comes back. So we'll see what ends up happening. But uh, more weeks like this is what I anticipate. But who knows? Um, Gabe Look, Davis I, just didn't score. <laughs> I, th- I think D-Hop is solid wide receiver too. That's what I said from the beginning. I wouldn't be surprised if he's better than what I said. I don't think he's going to get worse than what we're seeing. Um, but yeah, sorry. Just wanted to throw that out no, there. I mean, Gabe Davis no does the score. He's not good. So, yeah, five point three. Isaiah likely caught the touchdown, the one reception, nine point four points to Hawkinson's yeah. nine receptions for seventy and sixteen points. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Gusecki, I I gotta look at his game log here. Yeah, no, list, you gotta stop starting Mike Gusecki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say don't because it's exactly what you think it's gonna be. <laughs> not good. Um, <laughs> Joe Mixon, 59, one of the highest points totals Oy. ever. Um, the week after he was traded. And yep. uh, let's just say that Swift might not have 60 the whole rest of the year. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was a Carlson, tough trade, man. That was a tough yeah, trade to make. It very well may end up being. But, I mean, I, feel, I still think Mike's team is good enough to win. But it's it's just, you know, it might turn out that Swift is worth absolutely nothing. For this um, year, yeah. It's possible. I mean, even for next year, right? Like, if they can't just keep, they can't just keep being like, we're going to have him as our featured back. If he can't ever stay healthy, this will be three straight years. So, I don't know yeah. that they're fully sold on him anymore either. So, we'll have to see what happens. Um, it could be fine, but I, I don't know how he's doing today. I should look actually. Um, either way, Car- Carlson outscores Butker eight to five. Um, he remains a better keeper than DJ Moore. Bengals D8, <laughs> Vikings D8, and uh, over there, there's nothing to see. I mean, this was a ridiculously high-scoring week for you. Mm-hmm. Definitely was. And List, just tough luck again. 163 to go down with, I mean, I think, I feel like this is back-to-back weeks he lost. Hang on. Uh, lost with 178 last week, the week before. Damn. And then, Yeah. And then I'm trying to see if he, he has no other real bad beats. But, yeah, two weeks in a row where he's lost with, with 160-plus. That's real tough. Phil yeah, can probably that, claim that, but he's, no one else can. <laughs> so that's tough. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm the last one. It's it's, yeah. it's it's quite the matchup, too. So get excited, boys. Yeah, a couple of four. Uh, you were three and five, and Brendan was four and four. Uh, yep. You came in with uh, – 118.7 to 63.2 victory. Uh, of the 119 points, you had 50 from Justin Fields. Uh, Man's a menace. Yeah, he, he's a boss. Yeah. I'm going to have to keep him next year. I'm so excited. Well, it's funny because, you know, we were texting Fields. I asked you, Fields or Tua? Because I was looking at the waiver wire. And yeah. I was talking, talking with Jimbo about trading for Tua, and I was like, and everything is there for Fields to be explosive in what he's being. But I was like, Tua just seems so much safer. Like, I know what I'm going to get sure. from Tua every single week, and that's 300 yards and 
multiple touchdowns. Um, right. At least probably two. And you also have upside for like four touchdowns. Yeah. And like a lot of so, long plays. Like and either way, I had to make a decision because I couldn't continue to rely on Tom Brady. Yeah. Him and Giselle divorced, then he and I had a divorce. It was <laughs> he was my ride or die, and I decided to ride instead of dying. And that <laughs> just happens. And I don't I, think you use that correctly, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> it works. And I decided to get two up for cheap because I knew he was gonna go to waivers and I didn't want to risk not putting enough in on somebody. So uh and then you got fields off waivers and now we're playing each other this week. So yeah. um, super funny to to think about. Well, um, you you did ask me at the time I did. I mean, I would have, I did. I think you actually had to it by the time we, we I, I responded or maybe when you asked me, I think mm-hmm. you did. No, uh, no, i made the no. decision after you and I talked. Yeah. And I, and, and I did, I did prefer to it, but basically for the reasons that you said, then Fields obviously went out and had 50 last week. Yeah. Um, and uh, that that changes things a little bit. I mean, I still think that they're pretty close overall, but I think it probably went from Fields being behind Tua to now maybe slightly in front of. Yeah, he's um, got the upside. So well, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's still and the floor with the rushing. Like you're never going to have too bad of a week. I mean, I yeah. think he's got like, I think he's already got like 70 yards today or something too. I think it's halftime. Yeah. So it's insane. It's insane. Uh, 69 so- yards. Yeah. So other than the quarterback position, I mean, Trevor Lawrence had 20 for Brendan. Um, I think his name is Ronnie Rivers. I'm not sure. Uh, he had Rony. zero. Rony. No, I was just kidding. Like macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, macaroni Rivers came in with a big goose egg. A.J. Dillon, shocker, had seven and a half. It's almost like he stinks. Um, Cam Akers <laughs> for Fournier had 0. .8. Uh, welcome back, Cam. You're doing just what? You did when you they got They did here. just when... cut Malcolm Brown, though, so you never know. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to stop talking about this. Then we're going to go on to the next guy. Deontay Foreman, who actually looks really good and in present life. Yeah, he had a strong game. He was the highlight of Thursday him. night. Yeah, but for Brendan, he only got 4.8 points against you. And then Waddle had 19.5 to Isaiah McKenzie's 4.2. DJ Moore for you, 4.4 to Kadarius Tony's 3.2. Christian Watson. I begged Brendan to start Kadarius Tony against Chris this week. Begged him. <laughs> it hasn't been working out. No. No. Uh, Christian Watson, 4.4 to Khalif Raymond, 4.7. Pitts, 4.7 for you to Ertz, 15 for him. And then in the flex spot, you know, we had Dorsett, who had 10, to Hayden Hurst, who had 8.5. Kickers was Prater for 3, Dicker for 8. And then Brendan Brendan didn't kicker. start a defense. And uh, yeah, let's talk. Let's he talk about something went, else. Went defenseless. Let's talk about something else on this matchup because earlier in the week there was a gentleman's agreement to not start kickers. Is that what it was? Uh, yeah. Well, it wasn't really a gentleman's agreement. What I did was I sent Brendan a text because he had no way to pick up a kicker. So I was mm. like, so we're just not starting kickers this week, right? And uh, and then it morphed into maybe we wouldn't start kickers <laughs> and then he sent out that big thing to the group yeah either way i mean i i think that he i don't know he could have dropped damian harris who's not really like a super need to keep person anymore no um, he didn't need to drop to drop him he ended up dropping well, someone who wasn't who was terrible no he didn't he didn't start a no but he did that but to pick up a defense or to pick up a kicker and he dropped a defense but he, the problem was he hadn't. Uh, oh my goodness! 
Oh, that was a first down. Okay. Um, he uh, is it a Kirk TD? Ooh, yes. <laughs> uh. Yeah, he just scored. Um, so you know he he basically mismanaged his team. I don't know if we should make a rule that you have to always start someone if you can't. You've got to drop. I don't know. Um, it's hard to say. It's hard to really say because like if a tanking team were to not were to just not start an empty person or were to start an empty roster slot, you would get fined the draft pick. But Brendan doesn't necessarily fall into that category because he's actually, you know, theoretically trying to win. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to, it's hard to like judge. I think these things are like a case by case basis. Um, obviously he ultimately didn't start uh, defense. <laughs> well, I think what it comes down to is what people were saying, right? Like you can choose not to play someone if you, if you want to. Right. Like that's that's your choice. But the idea of people agreeing not to play certain positions like have a like the trickle down effect of something like that is bigger. So I think that's where a lot of people were coming into like, whoa, what the fuck's going on here? Um, And. We had a big discussion about it It was a big thing, but at the end of the day, it was pretty, pretty small, though. Yeah, I mean, I did ultimately start a kicker. I think that it is, it obviously wouldn't have made any difference. Um, but there was also a scenario where, and the reason I re- the reason it was really even brought up to begin with was there was a scenario where if um, Christian Watson didn't wasn't healthy, I would have had to have dropped either him or somebody else who I didn't who I wouldn't have wanted to drop. Um, yeah. So it, it it ended up being fine, um, and he was healthy, so I was able to just drop someone, <laughs> yeah. but. Um, all all was fine. Brendan got spanked. Sixty three is no good. No, it's no uh, good at all. But and so here we are. All right, let's talk about this week now. Uh, the standings yeah. coming into this week. Um, you know, Pat comes in at or came in at fourteenth, one and eight. Kareem thirteenth, two and seven. And then this yep. is where the fun stuff begun begins because Andy's at four and five at twelfth. Max is at four and five, five and eleventh. Brendan's at four and five at tenth. Tim's at four and five at ninth. You, Fournier, are at four and five and eighth, which is crazy. (laughs) Um, Phil, who, like we were talking about earlier, has come out of the dungeon, is now in the playoffs at the seven seed. At also, he's going to make the playoffs. He is. But he's also at four and five. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, six teams at four and five. And then Labar at sixth at five and four. Myself at fifth at five and four. Jimbo at fourth, five and four. Listy at third with five and four record. And then <laughs> Staz at second. Chris at one. Chris with the tiebreaker of points. They're both eight and one. Chris has 45 more points than Mike does. So their continued battle at the top will go on. Um, And then the rest of us will just kind of beat each other up. That's kind of how the year's been going. Well, it's interesting, though, because it used to be that it was like List and Jim were sort of shoe-ins two weeks ago. And now it's totally flipped. And it's like I wouldn't even be that surprised if one of them missed the playoffs now. Just yeah. because things can happen. You lose one week that you should win. Now you might miss the playoffs. You, you pick one, one of the two. One of them makes it, one of them doesn't. Who who do you got? I actually let me look at lists. Let me list look at lists uh schedule here. I know he plays me, so that's a free one. 
So he's got Kareem next week. Then he's got me, Chris, and Drew. So he's going to make it. That's three easy wins. Um, yeah. And then Jim. We went through his. This is another easy schedule. Let's see. He's got Pat. No, that's this week. He's got Phil, Tim, Labar, and Kareem. If I'm going to pick one of the two, it's going to be Jim who's going to miss it. Yeah. I think he's got if, a tougher schedule. I think if, if one of them misses it. I agree. Like if you have to pick one of them, it's I think he's the one you pick, but I think we're both yeah. in agreement that both will make it. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's it's highly likely they both will. Yeah. So who do we got this week? Uh Tim. We'll start from the bottom and work our way up. Is that Sounds who good. you got Tim at the bottom? So at the bottom, am I in the current week? Yes, I am. I've got yep, Tim versus Kareem. Yep. And and I mean this one is this one is just all right. So Jalen Hurts versus Garoppolo they haven't played yet. Advantage Tim. Damian Pierce versus James Connor. Kumet? Probably probably Kumet. advantage. <laughs> Fields! He's so good. I forgot. You He's feel. my only excitement. <laughs> he is so good. Him and Waddle. Um so Okay, so sorry. Back to this. Pierce has 7.6. I would have said Pierce over Connor. Pierce has the advantage over Connor going into the week. Um, 7.6. It's going to be probably Pierce's edge still, but we'll see. Um, Connor hasn't obviously played yet. <laughs> kind of gain well against Nick Chubb. Honestly, Chubb's sitting there right now at 1.4. It might be a, a battle. Um, i got to check what this guy's first name is. Chris. Chris Moore. Zero spot uh, versus Michael Pittman. Chris Nicole, Who the fuck is cost that? me a fourth round pick. Hardman starting out. He was declared out. Just looking to confirm uh, over two days ago. That's a rough one, Kareem. Yeah, yeah we're luck. not going to stand for that. Um, Devonta Smith hasn't played yet. Uh, advantage Devonta Smith. Jerry Judy, zero is out, but he probably tore his ACL in like the second play of the game. Yeah, um, sucks. yeah, it's tougher, tougher Tim, tougher Judy, tougher Russ. Um, Ooh, Mac Russ. Hollins, ten point nine. I actually like Mac Hollins to have a decent week. Now I think Renfro's out, Waller's out, so oh, they yeah. have to throw it to someone else but Devonte. Um, Dawson Knox versus Firemuth, pretty even matchup there. Three point seven to two point five at the moment. Naeem Hines, two point three eight versus Terry McLaurin, who hasn't played yet. Jason Myers finished with six to Maher playing later. Saints D's at 10. Seahawks D had two. Questionable starting the Seahawks D against Tampa Bay as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, although they have been bad. But, Tampa, uh, Tampa sucks. Yeah. Current like, team is terrible. Whatever. He had you a bench need. spot open too. Like he had a bench spot open. He could have easily just picked somebody up. So yeah. um, you just hate to see that. And, Hate uh, to see it. Who you got next? We've got CD's ice creams. Phil versus break the wallers down. Ryan Labar. Right now, Phil is projected to win as he is sitting at a one thirty four point two three projection. Projection as Labar has got a one oh three point two seven projection. Uh, Geno Smith came in with twenty one point nine. Versus Tom, who had 18.82. And just as like a Tom Brady fan, I think watching him today and watching the Bucks today made me feel a lot better about him. So, like, oh, I'm, I'm happy for him. You know, come back win late last week. 
And then this yep. week they get a good win and they looked pretty good. But fantasy wise, he didn't even flips 20 points, you know? So yeah. um it'll be interesting. There's more to talk about from that game from a running back perspective, but uh, I think we'll probably get to that at some point. Um yeah. For running backs, Khalil Herbert has four and a half for Phil so far. He's got five carries for 30 yards. They're about halfway through the third quarter. Um, Algier on Thursday night brought in uh, 4.1 points, eight carries for 23 yards, and three receptions for negative 17 yards. Um, Apparently, that hasn't happened since like the 80s or 70s or something like that, maybe even beyond that. Since now. And yeah, literally since Nam, and <laughs> I think that guy had like negative twenty something receiving yards. I I forget who was saying it or what I was listening to. I don't but, even. I watched that game, and I it was a most dark most touchdown. Yeah. I watched that game, and I don't even remember that play, or I don't remember how. Like, I guess it was three random plays throughout the game, but like, I don't remember. Him, like, you lose seventeen yards. I feel like there was a couple of plays. I remember one where he lost yardage, but that's like three receptions, five yards. What's going on? What's yeah, even happening? Why are you catching it? I didn't see any of them. I just know Labar made that comment in the chat about how like it wasn't all on one play either. It's no, it point. wasn't. Like, he, so I, I he don't... had like three, like three to seven yard losses, and it's yeah. like not that noticeable at the time. It was like Mariota was like, "Oh, I'm going to pull a Dan Healy and just scramble back 20 yards, it's, and then I'll throw it forward 15 to the flat." It's like, so <laughs> difficult to do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what else we got with this matchup? Um, you know, Jeff Wilson has 10 carries for 69 yards and two receptions for Phil for 12.3 points. Uh, Cordell Patterson, who Labar also started from Thursday night, only had 5.2 um, for wide receivers. Mike Evans had 10 points for Labar, and DK Metcalf had 13 points for Labar. And Labar has Thielen so far. Second half just started. He only has one catch for five yards. Then what else do we got? For Phil, he hasn't had CeeDee Lamb play, Debo play, or Palmer play. Uh, Palmer does have 6.8. Phil does have 6.8 from Kelsey, and Labar hasn't had his tight end play yet. Phil also has Georgie Pickett Pickens. He's got 10, and Labar's got Aaron Jones. So a lot of time left. Anything can happen. It's one of those weird ones where you're looking at a like a 30-something point projection difference, but it can swing. Yep. It can swing pretty quickly. Uh, so this one's not over, but it does look positive for Phil at this point. So I've got I've got we're gonna have to make predictions. So I've got Tim winning in the Kareem Tim matchup, and I've got Phil winning in the Phil Labar matchup. What do you got? Yeah, I agree. Tim, Phil. Uh, next one up, Jim Pat. Um, we've talked a lot about Jim, and he seems to be having the right down weeks at the right time, if that kind of makes sense. Like he played Andy last week. He put up 120. Not that 120 is terrible. Yeah. Um, it's certainly not, but it's it's a down week for a team that has, you know, championship or at least playoff aspirations. Um and this week, you know, he's projected for 120, and he's playing Pat, who's now projected for 93. So I think he's, you know, he's finding his schedule is starting to alleviate some of the maybe struggles he's had earlier with some people, you know, putting up some points on him. Yeah. Uh, that being said, it's Mahomes, 25, at, at the half. They're only up Jeez. 13 as well, so there's going to be more. And the did Versus you see that Carr. play? The Jags kicked it off after after uh, yeah. Kirk's touchdown. The Chiefs fumbled, and then the Jaguars missed the field goal at the end of the half. So it should Darius be... Slayton bombs. 
It's Darius a Darius Slayton, Slayton bomb. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back, Slayton. We missed you, man. It's wow. been a long time. I think Max started him. Um, Get out of here. Maybe he didn't. No, maybe he didn't. Uh, anyways, moving on. Derek Carr hasn't played yet. That's sticking with Carr. You know, got to respect it. Caleb yep. Huntley, the third Atlanta running back, has been started in our league this week. So ridiculous. Uh, when you, when they give four running backs touches, some of them, one of them has to hit. So score a touchdown, right? Yeah. Nah, they suck. Uh, Three point so. seven for Huntley. Jamal Williams has got four at the half, nine for thirty-one. Uh, Montgomery three point seven. Travis Homer <laughs> zero. Went touchless. <laughs> I will say that he did play though, Pat. So I'll give you that. You don't get yeah. to pick. Um, we were honestly we were like, should we just give Kareem's pick to Pat? <laughs> like, I think as a league, we might be able to agree on that. Yeah, um, that, that seems fair. <laughs> right? We'll have to put a poll up. Oh, uh, Montgomery. Kirk, what are you doing? What a terrible 3.7. Oh, my God. He threw it right to him. I feel yeah. so weird being so close to you in terms of, like, how, how far behind I am in these. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, right it's, next to what you're seeing. It's a new uh, thing, man. It's a new journey. Dude, that was bad. That was a... Uh, Oof, that was a Mac Jones throw. Um, Seriously, though. <laughs> Tyreek Hill's got 4.2 versus Amari Cooper's 4. Both those games are in the – actually, they're in the same game. So, we'll see what happens in the second half. 11 minutes to go in the third. Darnell Mooney, three, 3 for 51. He's got 8 already. He's really come around. I mean, he's not – no one's mistaking him for a wide receiver 1. But yep. he's a wide receiver 3 with upside to be a wide receiver 2, maybe low end 1 on, a, on 1 or 2 weeks a year. Which does um, suck because people, myself included, I thought he'd be better this year. So you're looking at I that haven't jump. been in a dynasty league. Feel the yeah. same way. Um, I, I hope that you know maybe they maybe next year they'll throw it a little bit more, kind of like how Josh Allen and, and Jalen Hurts have progressed a little bit more that that third year uh, with Fields. So we'll see what happens. But my gut, um, AJ Brown, just my gut with Fields. I don't have the most confidence in him growing to being a passer like Hertz or like Josh Allen. Uh, it's definitely possible, but I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see that. I think he's always going to have those restrictions. I think he kind of falls into that Lamar Jackson category, which is still a really good category, but like, I don't think worldwide people are looking at Lamar Jackson as the same type of thrower as Josh Allen or at this point, no, even Jalen Hurts. I certainly think, I certainly th- will see. So I think that literally about a year ago, we could have said the exact same thing about Jalen Hurts. That's kind of like the only caveat to it. Agreed. And the Agreed. Bears don't have nearly as good weapons to this point. I mean, yeah, they got Claypool, but like, meh. He's, uh, he's going to be a weapon of choice. They just gave up a second round for him, even though I'm not the no, biggest fan of him. Gonna, just saying. No, they're going to use him. And I think one of the things that I actually read that was – factored into their decision is he's a very good run blocker and so they do want to run the ball obviously and they run it a lot with so in that sense from a football perspective maybe it makes a little bit more sense still think it was yeah. an overpay um scott mooney mooney's got eight uh, aj brown has not yet played but will likely get more than eight um Cortland sutton so here's the thing about Cortland sutton last three weeks combined he had exactly really 11 points 11 well, he's got 6.6 already this week, so who knows? Maybe yeah. he can even, you know, score a whole 11 this week. Uh, Olave's 4.6, tough tough day. I mean, the Saints never really play well away from home. And they're going into Pittsburgh, which is a tough environment. I'm not sure exactly what the weather is in Pittsburgh, but I imagine it's colder than New Orleans slash the Dome. So it's just – it's a tough week for them. I, I think that they're going to just have a – 
you know, they're not going to do anything the rest of the time. I think they'll end up losing yeah. this game, actually. Uh, but we'll see. It'd be uh, a very Saints Ingram, thing for them to do this year to lose this game. Yeah. But same uh, with Pittsburgh. They can't, they can't win either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Andy just texted <laughs> Swift putting up another stinker. Can't believe James sent a Trojan horse to the back row. <laughs> Look, so man. True. I got to protect the front row. I agree, man. We, we, we respect it. Well, Phil traded front row Swift to a front row player. And when you got him, I was like, nah, it's a tough deal. And then yeah. you pantsing Mike is just <laughs> well, front row for life, baby. Would it have been as big of a pantsing if Mixon didn't drop 60 points? Like, no, because nobody yes. was a big fan no, of Mixon at, the, no, at that Mixon, point. Like, I don't think Mixon is like a 60-point-per-game player. I think he's going to go back to doing what he's been doing all year next week. But, but 20 like, points. Even 15 points. points. Like, Let's call it 15, which is probably closer to what it is. Let's just say that's significantly better than Swift's three touches for one point. Like, it, that's what I mean. It it really might be a disaster for him. I I can't. I it really is a Trojan horse to the back row. All right, moving on. Evan Ingram at the half, three points. Kittle hasn't played yet. Got to wonder how good Kittle's really going to be with how many offensive factors they have. And now ODB is getting linked there. Like, all these guys are just going to get diluted if they're going to have to throw it to other people slash want to run it, like we'll see what happens. Um, uh, Donovan Peoples Jones with eight, Josh Jacobs hasn't played yet. Uh, Graham Gano two versus coup missed two extra points. We got to add negative points for extra points. Should be negative three, but and <laughs> two, whatever. We got to figure that out. <laughs> Bills D 10 bucks D nine. Uh, overall, I expect Jim to hold off Pat and win this week. Oh, What? I got a notification on Yahoo about oh, fields. We're having a fields day. That hasn't He's shown up. He's so on... good. <laughs> Here we go. He's got 32 now. <laughs> he just got a bomb to somebody. Yeah, oh, it's a Comet it. bomb. It was Comet bomb. <laughs> oh, wow. Andy, stop it, Comet. <laughs> dude, fields oh, is good. Oh, he can't be guarded. He's so good, dude. Fields is good. Oh, a 32. He's going to be the QB1 after this week. <laughs> um, I might have to, might have to oh, trade. Oh, Max is with Staz. He's not happy about Swift. Uh, Hate to see it. I wouldn't uh, be either. I wouldn't be either. Um, all right. We'll go on to the next one. We've got the Battle of the Mikes. Um, unfortunately for Mike List, this had the potential to be a massive matchup. Um but Kyler Murray ruled out, right? That's official. Yeah. FYI, I've got 2% battery left. Could go down at any moment. All right, perfect. Uh, <laughs> Kyler Murray out, and he's got 10 from Ryan Tannehill and a half, which isn't terrible. Um, no? Josh Allen has 16 and a half for Mike Stasitis. Wait, he started Ryan Tannehill. Hold yeah. Hater. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Um, but he's got 10 points at Atrocious. Half Against the Denver D. Mm, yeah, and then Derek, that he has ten. Derek Henry four point one at the half against Denver compared to Swift's two point two. So yeah, uh, Swift has not had a good day. He's had four carries, two Ooh. yards, one catch for six yards. So oh only five touches were almost in the fourth quarter. That's very upsetting. Um, Etn has six and a half. He's done. And the second half just started. Eckler hasn't started yet for Mike. Uh, Godwin, 19.1 for Mike. 
uh, versus Juju, who had five and a half essentially before he got ruled out. Um, Diggs, 11.7, beginning of the third quarter there. Ayuk hasn't played for Mike yet. Um, on St. Brown, first to Citus has 16.5 going into the almost in the fourth. And DeAndre Hopkins for List has not started. Hawkinson for List has 2.8. Goddard for Staz has not played. And the flex, Curtis Samuel for List versus Devontae. Uh, look, Sias is favored to win with a score of 161 to List with a score of 117. Yeah. I don't think it's happened. Mike's going to be looking at 5-5, five and five, um, which yep, might not no be. No way Mike's going to win. Might not be a big deal for List. his season, but it is a disappointing one. For sure. No, but I mean, it, it is a big deal in the sense that, you know, oh, goodness gracious. Pickett, yeah, that was awful. terrible throw. Um, <laughs> uh, it is a big deal in the sense that he was someone who was, you know, maybe he could have snuck in a second place or maybe he could have even, you know, beat Chris or let, whatever and snuck in the first. Like, he, that's that was where his season was trending. He went to move to go get Hopkins and now it's, okay, am I even going to be able to pick my opponent in the first round? Right. That's a little yeah. bit of a different spot to be in. So, uh, it could have implications further down the line in terms of who he gets to play in the in the early early playoffs. Yeah, it's because you got some front rowers breathing down their necks. Labar, well, they myself, send and horses Phil. and you don't even know what to do. Fucking here we go, boys. <laughs> uh, all right, after that, it's Chris versus Brendan. I want to fly through that one. Yep. So we've got Chris versus Brendan, and uh, it's actually closer. Than, well, Brendan's team. I begged. I already talked about it, but I begged Brendan to start Darius Tony. We'll talk about that more in a second. Um, Twenty-one point five projection for Herbert uh, for Prescott versus Herbert. Twenty. I honestly, they both kind of suck uh, in like their own weird way. Like they're obviously both good, but they their offenses seem just so dysfunctional right now. So this one's a toss up for me. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, uh, eight points at games in the start of the second quarter, start of the second half. Um, you know, actually three catches versus McCaffrey, probably not going to go well for, for Chris, though. Uh, Dante Foreman had 24 to Sanders' projection of 15. Probably going to be advantage Brendan. Isaiah McKenzie, 5.3 to Jefferson's 23.5. I mean, Jefferson's going to put up 40, possibly. Like, this is just going to be the difference. Um, Khalif Raymond. Khalif Raymond has 3.1. Cooper Cup projected for 17. Uh, and on Brendan's bench, to Kadarius Tony has 14.48. We could have started over Khalif Raymond. Khalif Raymond. <laughs> Wide receiver five, Detroit. <laughs> Anyways, um, Tyler Lockett, 13.2 uh, versus Deontay Johnson's. Deontay Johnson's 5.7. What an awful, awful year he's had. I was just going to um, say, is he a prime candidate for uh, most disappointing player in fantasy? I mean, yeah, like we talk a lot and we joke around a lot about how bad DJ Moore is and Deontay Johnson is 20, 30% worse. Um, he finished, I think, wide receiver eight last year. What a ridiculous statement. 20, well, 30% worse just in fantasy points wise. Yeah. Okay, he's got okay. 84 fantasy points. I was like, where um, are you coming up with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, just from a fantasy. Like DJ Moore gets pooped on week in and week out and Deontay yeah, Johnson's yeah. over there pooping on himself week in and week out. So um, a lot of yeah. poop talk this pod. Um, Kate Otten <laughs> had 6.5 versus Zach Ertz is 10. Najee Harris, 7.2. Actually had an explosive 45-yard run. And then got um, hurt on that play. Has, 
he did, but I think he's back in. He has nine other carries for uh, a good 17 yards, so there's Najee for you. He's time um, for 62, man. Give him a break. <laughs> Tony Pollard's going to start again this week. Should be a good good uh, advantage, Chris, over Najee. Bass has six. I'm so excited for the Packers-Cowboys game. I don't know why. That's going to be a good one. I know. I I'm excited why. to watch it, too. I think A.J. Dillon might score five or six points this week. Hey, um, don't count your chickens so. before they hash, man. You might only get two. <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, Dicker the kicker is definitely going to outscore Bass, though. I just have a feeling. I mean, Dicker the kicker. Be, yeah. Labar, or not Labar. Uh, Brandon inexplicably started Falcons defense. Um, Brandon, Falcons defense. They stink. Yeah. But against the Panthers? <laughs> Come on. Anything could happen against ago, they the got, Panthers. Two weeks ago, they got 3.38 against the Panthers. So uh, this one was on the road, too. Um, so well, just, they did. Just some, they did get Managing seven could cost Brendan in this one, though. Like, yeah. if we look at the total score, it's 58 or 56 to 49, uh, 47 right now. Yeah. Brandon's projected to lose by 23. Kadarius Tony, that's 11 of those 23. A better defense could be eight. I mean, this could be that's a, a difference dead heat, right so. there, potentially. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just, um, let's just say I think that it was bad this week from Brendan. We'll see what happens. We'll but, see. But uh, I think he's going to lose. Um, and uh, Chris is going to go to nine and one. Yeah, it looks like it. Looks like it. I agree. Do you have a? We've got all the predictions done so far. So this one is interesting. It's uh, Max versus Andy. Max is projected for a whopping one twenty three point seven five, but that is about thirty points more than what Andy is projected for. Uh, yeah. He's coming in at ninety six. Kirk Cousins has ten for Max. Look, Kirk's going to have to throw the ball more. They're down by fourteen. And uh, Fournier is gone. All right, so I'm just going to finish this up. Um, Rodgers hasn't played for Andy yet. Uh, Saquon for Max is kind of having a bad game, fantasy points-wise, 13.5. 21 carries for 96 yards. And then Darrell Henderson hasn't played yet for Andy. Melvin Gordon, though, has played for Andy or is playing for Andy. And just as you expect, 1.7 points. Beginning of the second half, Jonathan Taylor has not started yet for Max. Uh, Terrace Marshall, though, um, 5.3 versus Marvin Jones is 4.3. And then Rondale Moore versus Noah Brown. And Jarvis Landry in the flex is faced up against Julio Jones, who actually had a touchdown. So the guy who says he's the most unluckiest person in the league, Andy, continues to get good performances from shitty players so good for you speaking of incredible performances Cole Komet has 25.4 points at the tight end position for Max Higby has not played yet Komet is just he's coming along as Fields is coming along so um sky's the limit there looks like Komet could actually be pretty good Uh, and then in the flex McKinnon has 4.9 so far for Andy and Dalton Schultz has not played yet uh kicker position Five to one advantage, Andy, and then defenses. Eight for the Steelers so far for Max and Rams have not played. So it looks like Max is likely to win here. I will predict that he will win. Um, and that's what we're going to do for that one. We're going to move on to the last one uh, since Fournier will not be coming back to join us. And it's just a big bummer because it is Fournier versus myself. You could argue that he let his computer die because he does not want to face his opponent while his opponent is pummeling his face. Uh, that's okay. 
you know, he also probably wanted to hide because I was going to call him out for losing the kickers should be eliminated from the league argument. For those who aren't aware, we had a vote. The league spoke. Kickers are staying as they should. Uh, the next mission I'll embark on is getting defensive players or having the right to draft college players, although I don't know how to make that fun uh, just yet. So in our matchup, you know, I've got projected for 140 and a half. Fournier's projected for 99 and a half. It currently is 82 to 65. Uh, at the quarterback position, he's got Fields. Fields has 31 and a half. Fourth quarter just started. I've got Tua, who has about 20 points. Uh, third quarter's coming to a close. They are in the red zone. Uh, Kemba Walker had 14 points this morning. Jalen Warren only has 2.4. The um, well-suspected Jalen Warren breakout game just has not happened. He's got uh, four total touches compared to Najee's, Najee, who has 10. So Najee's still not getting his elite touches that he used to get, but he's still in the lead there. Uh, Kamara, five and a half, which is not great, but a lot of time left there. He only has eight touches, six carries, two catches. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, two points. He's terrible. Um, for wide receivers, uh, I've got 18 and a half from Kirk, who's continuing to play well this year. Uh, Jalen Waddle only has eight so far, but you know, two quick plays, bang, bang, and he could have 30. Um, then DJ Moore had 6.9 for Ryan on Thursday. And I've got Alan Lazard playing this afternoon for Packers versus the Cowboys. Uh, then also in that game, Fournier has Christian Watson. We talked about those two earlier. I would like to give Fournier a shout-out for talking highly about Lazard. Uh, last week, Staz and I were kind of giving him a hard time, saying he can't stay healthy, and that still might be true. Who knows? I mean, he's banged up, and every time he gets tackled, it looks like he's slow getting up, and he's just he's fighting through some stuff. So showing his toughness, which is great, but hopefully he can – you know, maintain that health moving forward too. Um, but yeah, Watson for Fournier, and I've got Gabe, who's actually having a pretty solid game. He's got four catches, six targets, 51 yards, and a touchdown. Again, he's only good when he scores touchdowns, but this is an interesting um, stat line right now. Four catches for 51 yards, no big plays, but four catches. That hasn't happened yet this year either. Uh, 4.8 for Kyle Pitts on Thursday, Fournier, and then I got Foster Moreau. Um, unfortunately, we got Isaiah Likely on by and Joku's still hurt, so not great there. And then the flex spots, he's got A.J. Dillon. I've got Michael Gallup. They're both projected for about 10 points. Um, kickers are Carlson versus Gould, and defense, he's got nine from the Giants. I've got nine from Denver, so some interesting stuff going on there. Yeah, I'd love to just continue to give him a hard time for getting his butt whooped on live podcast television. Uh, but unfortunately, we can't do that. And since he's not returning, I think this is a good place for us to go. Thank you all for coming this week. Uh, it was really fun. Next week, we will certainly have a surprise guest. And it is also a surprise to us currently because we have no idea who that is going to be. Uh, so hope you all enjoy the rest of your Sundays. Good luck in your matchups. 
prove our predictions wrong. Let's get some upsets. Let's get wild. Let's get crazy. And hopefully uh, I don't suffer from a massive comeback from Fournier, which is not out of the realm of possibilities. So, all right, boys, one love.